You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. England, the future, 2089 AD to be exact. The human race has been enslaved by three-legged mechanical alien war machines, appropriately enough called the tripods. Under their rule, human civilization has returned to a pre-industrial age, and every human being who reaches the age of 14 is required to be taken to the nearest tripod. Each teenager is taken inside and capped with a mental mesh implanted into their skull, inhibiting any thoughts of rebellion, nonconformity, or rising up against the tripods. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for September 15th, the day the tripods came to the small screen. Based on a trilogy of young adult sci-fi novels written by John Christopher in 1967, The Tripods was seen by the BBC as a prestigious new series, one which took over Doctor Who's time slot while the TARDIS recharged at the end of its season. That book trilogy, beginning with The White Mountains, had been considered hot property since its publication. Producer Richard Bates had optioned the rights to The Tripods books in the 1970s and had tried more than once to convince the BBC that the time was right to start production. The Green light wasn't given until 1982, however, at which time writer Alec Rowe was brought on board to adapt the novel for a 13-episode run, which required the invention of whole new side stories to pad the scripts out enough for 13 weeks. Alec Rowe also took the opportunity to address some issues with the books, namely their near-total lack of female characters with any significant part to play in the story. When the books were written in the 60s, John Christopher felt that boys would read a story about boys on an adventure, and girls would read a story about boys on an adventure, but boys wouldn't read a story about girls on an adventure. And hey, John, if you have a second, Ellen Ripley, Buffy Summers, and Ray Skywalker want to have a word with you in the back room just for a second, but just if you're available. Even back in 1984, this was recognized as a deficiency, but even the rewrites didn't give young women a place in the main action. The Tripods was still a story about boys on an adventure. But which boys? The three central characters of the books, Will, Henry, and Beanpole, go on the run from England and across Europe to avoid their own imminent capping. A vagrant who calls himself Ozymandias, a man who has managed to elude the tripod's conditioning, tells the boys of an encampment of other free men in the Swiss Alps, a resistance headquarters where plans are being hatched to rid the human race of the tripods. The makers of the tripods held mass auditions to find the right young talent, sifting through hundreds of young actors before settling on the show's three leads. And the BBC was serious about the tripods being an attempt to move beyond simply being the home network of Doctor Who. The general feeling was that American-made shows with access to some of the same production techniques that brought the world Star Wars had left British sci-fi TV in the dust. The tripods was given a budget large enough to hopefully close that gap. A co-production deal with Australian Seven Network also provided a much-needed budget boost. The first episode in particular boasts some impressive effects for a series shot entirely on video in 1984. One of the best weapons in the tripod's arsenal was simply a foot, a huge prop representing one tripod leg, with a base nine feet across and a metallic ball-jointed leg 30 feet high, to be used on location to give the story a great sense of scale. Some wide shots of tripods, blue screened in over shots of European countrysides, however, were less than convincing. 
The show's opening titles were a revolutionary piece of early CGI for TV with the spooky electronic soundtrack. The tripods lasted for two years, adapting both The White Mountains and the second book in the series, The City of Gold and Lead, which closes with the shock discovery that the White Mountains hideout of the free men has been destroyed by the tripods. And hold that thought. Hold it forever. Because the BBC brass, looking at the ratings, decided to never make a third season or adapt the third book. Oops. By the way, Disney has been sitting on the movie rights to Christopher's books since the 90s. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for September 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.